Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up the hill. There he sat down and was joined by his disciples. Then he began to speak. This is what he taught them. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Blessed those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Blessed those who hunger and thirst for what is right, they shall be satisfied. Blessed the merciful, they shall have mercy shown them. Blessed the pure in heart, they shall see God. Blessed the peacemakers, they shall be called sons of God. Blessed those who are persecuted in the cause of right. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. This is how they persecuted the prophets before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Blessedness means to be well spoken of, in particular to be well spoken of by God. And God, who is truth, can only speak that which is true. And so he will speak well of us if he can see certain qualities in us. And these qualities are none other than the qualities shown, practiced, and demonstrated by his only begotten Son to us. The first psalm, Blessed the man who fears the Lord, is the beginning of the praise of the psalms to God by David, our Lord who is holy wisdom, who himself is the heir of David, who has come, begins his public life with a praise of God, or rather of God's work in us, or how, in fact, our being faithful to Christ will lead us to fulfill God's work in us. So God can see himself in us. And so he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. 
Not blessed are the poor, but the blessed the poor in spirit. Which means that it is not just the matter of indigency, of not having material goods that makes us blessed or well spoken of by God, but rather the poverty of spirit, which is a total dependence on God. Poverty has three degrees. There are those who are materially poor, beggars. They have nothing. That, however, is not in itself blessedness. There's nothing praiseworthy in it. There's another kind of poverty where one can have the material goods and yet in spirit be detached from them. And the example is that of Abraham, who was a rich man, and yet his, he was totally dependent on God. And then the next, this is the, those who are materially, in fact, poor, and also spiritually poor. These are, the, 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 these are us when we are willing to give up our material goods so as to cling more fervently, more passionately, more firmly to God himself. And we have examples of St. Francis, who divested himself of everything he possessed and clung to God in total humility, refusing even to aspire to the, 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 the dignity of the priesthood. For he thought that any possession, anything to desire, anything other than God, is in fact to lose this um, great beatitude. And it is the great beatitude. For the converse of poverty is, of course, wealth. And not, or riches would be a better way of describing it. For it's not just material riches, but to exalt in anything, any gift, any blessing that God gives us. In other words, the contrary of, of um, poverty of spirit is pride. The angel, who, whom God had given every grace, fell in love with his own self, forgetting that he was made in the image of God, falling in love with his own self and thought there is nothing greater than himself. And for this very reason, he was cast out of heaven. The converse is, of course, humility, shown by the archangel Michael, who cried out, Who is like God? The angel, the evil angel, not content with losing heaven, became envious of the human race and tempted them in exactly the same way he had been tempted. You can be like God if you only eat of the fruit. And so they coveted that which was not theirs. Stealing it brought death into the world. So again, in, in their case, we see a reflection of the evil angel pride. So our Lord, to undo this, he himself becomes poor. Though he was rich, he became poor for our sake. And so he teaches us the importance of poverty, poverty of spirit, because then everything flows, everything good 
flows from this, just as everything evil flows from pride. And so recognizing uh, that we are totally in need before God, that there is no good in us apart from that which God places, we turn to him and ask him to fill us those gifts that he might see in us his own son, and so that he can say good things about us, that is, that we will be blessed. And the poverty of spirit, then, flows other gifts, namely, realizing that we are nothing before God, we can be nothing other than gentle, patient to those who sin, sorrow for our own sins and those of others, recognizing that because of sin so much, heaven itself can be lost. Because we are poor in spirit, we want only what God wants, and therefore we hunger and thirst for doing what God wants, that is, righteousness. And then, even as we recognize that we cannot do it without God's help, we tend, we should, we ought to be merciful towards others in the same way. And even this is not enough. But we, poverty teaches us to cling to God with the whole of our whole being, all our mind, all our heart, all our soul, all our strength. And this is purity of heart, the kind of, of virtue that blessed Job demonstrated when his, he was also a rich man. But when his wealth was taken away, he said, the Lord has given, the Lord has taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord. And when his health went and he suffered grievous pain, his response, if we receive good things from God, is there any reason why we should not accept evil as well? Because this is from the Lord that poverty and wealth come, life and death. All things come from him, and because he is good, anything we receive from him must in itself be good for us. And so this is the purity of heart with which we shall be able to see God. And because our hopes rest in God, we will necessarily be peacemakers and therefore children of God. But even as we possess these gifts, or as we try to possess these gifts, which must be founded in humility and poverty, we can be certain that we will have enemies, namely the same angel who resents our resemblance, our likeness to God. And he will raise up persecution against us because we strive to do that which is right. But because we rest in God, blessed the man who places his trust in the Lord, we have nothing to fear. And so the Lord tells us, we are truly to be blessed. That is, God will most certainly speak well of us and see what is good in us if we are persecuted for what is right on account of the name of his Son. Not just because we are persecuted, but because we are persecuted because of his Son, who, in whom rest all riches and treasures. Rejoice, says the Lord, and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. And the reward is that we shall possess God and him alone. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. 
go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.